Hello everybody, this is Jake McGrail of CITR Sports broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus located on the unceded grounds of the Musqueam people. You're listening to Thunderbird Eye on CITR 101.9, always keeping you up to date with the latest UBC Thunderbirds news and stories. This past week, golf continued its BC rivalry series with two more rounds in Surrey and Richmond. The women's side continued their string of impressive performances, and while the men's team wasn't able to pull out a win, they did have a sparkling individual performance that nearly broke into the UBC record books. Elsewhere, other Thunderbirds teams have continued to organize exhibition matches due to the cancellation of conference play for the full school year. For the main segment of this episode, Allen and Byron sat down with Derek Schuf, the head coach of UBC's Always Dominant Swimming program. They discussed his beginnings as a coach, what it's like being in charge of such a strong squad, and his experiences coaching internationally as a member of the Team Canada coaching team. Without any further ado, here is our interview with Derek Schuf. Hello everyone, my name is Alan Wang, here with my twin brother Byron Wang, and you're listening to Thunderbird Eye on CITR 101.9 FM. Diving right into the mix, we're joined here today with a very respected icon in Thunderbird Aquatics. He's been named into the UBC Hall of Fame in 2014, been selected to coach Team Canada for the 2019 FISU Summer Games, and is currently serving his second term as the Thunderbirds swim team head coach. We have Derek Schuf. Welcome to the show, and thank you so much for coming. Thanks for having me. Happy to be here. Now, to start off, obviously, the pandemic has brought some difficult times, such as less competitions. So how exactly has the swim team's training been uh, different? For example, are you incorporating time trials into your practices? Absolutely. Uh, we just found out last Thursday that our season had essentially been cancelled. So it's really important that we do create these opportunities for our guys to and girls to compete because um, that's what they swim for. And so we're going to be hosting our first in-house competition at the end of November, as well as we plan to race uh, end of February, which would be the same weekend as the U-Sport Championships. Okay. And just a question about yourself as a coach. So how did your coaching journey begin? And when did you realize that this was something that you wanted to continue doing? I started coaching uh, way back when I was actually a varsity athlete myself. I was swimming here at UBC in the early 90s. And in the summertime, I was able to get a job as a summer club swim coach. And so in the summer times, I'd go and coach and then I'd come back in September and be a part of the swim team. And then after a number of years of doing that, it was my last year at UBC. It was my fifth year and I stopped swimming. And uh, from there, I was uh, fortunate enough to get the opportunity to coach downtown with the Pacific Dolphin Swim Association. And then from there, over the course of about 14 years, I actually worked my way up through the system and became an assistant coach at UBC and then eventually the head coach at UBC. And that was in 2007 to 2009. And then from there, I moved to Ottawa for a couple of years where I coached there and then over to Edmonton. And then in 2017, I came back to UBC and been here again ever since. <laughs> All right. That's good to hear. And adding on to a bit, um, do you have any big goals that you're currently working towards right now as a coach? Um, yeah, you know, I mean, for me, it's, it's the highlight of my, uh, my uh, career right now in swimming uh, coaching career has been uh, coaching university athletes uh, to win at the U Sport National Championships. Uh, like you said earlier, I've coached at the FISU Games. I've actually coached there four times now. Um, I enjoy coaching athletes also on international teams. So at UBC, we are 
We do have the caliber of athlete that is able to represent Canada at various international meets. So that's always out there on the horizon for me. Yeah, and you were a coach for the Thunderbirds during what was known as the Decade of Dominance, which for the viewers was between 1998 to 2007 when both men's and women's team won 10 consecutive championships. Um, even last year, both men's and women's team took home the gold in the U Sports Swimming Championships. So how and why are UBC swimmers so dominant in the sport of swimming, continuously showing improvement compared to other teams? Well, we certainly have a, a culture of excellence here at UBC. Um, you know, what happens is that success breeds success. And so we're very fortunate that by winning, we also attract very good athletes. But when they come here, they come here not only for, you know, the amazing academics that UBC provides them, but they also come here because they are, uh, you know, swimmers that believe in excellence. They are swimmers that want to win. And, um, you know, as a coaching staff, uh, we do whatever it takes to, um, you know, in the right way to make sure that we're producing athletes that can, that can really win at, at the U sport level. Um, you know, it's, it's uh, UBC has done an excellent job in, in uh, supporting the team. Um, obviously a few years ago with the, with the building of a brand new facility uh, that's also been a, a big help for me in my recruiting efforts. And so we are getting excellent athletes to come to UBC and they know when they come here, they're going to have a, a first rate program that's combined with a, a world-class education. Right. And when you're coaching a team with such a reputation, do you find it pressuring at all? Uh, yes, at times. Um, there is that expectation to win. Um, but uh, I thrive in that, that pressure. I, I, I love it. Uh, that's what makes me uh, tick as a coach. Um, you know, when I'm under the gun and, and I realize there's some pretty heavy expectations, uh, I, I, I love that environment. Um, and that's what makes this year a little different. Without the uh, Without the uh, U Sport National Championships happening, I've had to shift my focus from trying to win a national title to really just uh, athlete health and well-being. And so, um, you know, we're we're trying to, you know, my my philosophy as a coach has always been to, uh, you know, swim, coach our athletes to for them to swim as fast as they can, but also from a very holistic perspective, and and uh, help enable them to become great people and uh, successful people when they move on from university. Right. And coming back to how you're inducted into the UBC Hall of Fame in 2014, how did it feel to be recognized that way? Yeah, I mean, that was a special moment um, for me to come back and, and uh, be, be inducted along with uh, all those swimmers that I was able to work with for those years. It was a great reunion for all of us. Um, you know, at the time when you're going through it and you realize it was just, it was a special time and we're winning and it was, it was uh, one year led into another and led into another. And, and, and you don't really realize how special it was until you look back and go, wow, what a group of amazing people that we had. And um, it, it's, I'll, I'll look back on those years fondly forever, of course, but it, it was pretty incredible. Okay. And it was mentioned earlier that you were selected as the head coach for Team Canada in the 2019 FISU Summer Games. So how did you feel leading the national team compared to your other coaching experiences? And what were your responsibilities within that role? Yeah, I mean, I'd actually led that team a couple times before, so it wasn't my first time. Um, when you're leading a national team, of course, you're leading other coaches as well as other swimmers from other teams. And so you're really just trying to establish, you know, what is the team about? What are, what are your goals? And what's the culture of the team going to be? And, and 
you know, ultimately by the time you get to the games, all the hard work's been done. So you need to remind them that uh, they're there to, uh, you know, do everything right, do everything they can for a great performance, but also really enjoy the experience, have fun, support their teammates, um, you know, make it an experience that they're never going to forget. And if you keep it relatively light, and I think you, you don't want to add any more undue pressure because there's enough pressure on themselves, you'll, you'll come out of it with some great performances. Because ultimately, in the end, all you can do is ask your athletes to do the best that they can do. Right. And uh, yeah, that's what they did. Yeah. Okay. And um, not obviously not every coach has the opportunity to, to like branch out and coach at such a high level. Um, what's different in your opinion from competitions held locally to the ones at an international level? Well, I mean, the big, the, the thing is, is when you go and coach internationally, you get to see the best of the best. And it just, it, it opens up your eye as to what really good swimming looks like and what really amazing athletes look like. And then you, it, you, you, you take those experiences and then you bring them back to your own program. So by coaching internationally, uh, you get to have that experience. You go and you talk to other international coaches, you come back and you try to make your own program through that experience of, of coaching internationally. Okay, so being that you're, um, you've been a coach for multiple teams, including the like, Edmonton Keanu Swim Club, U of A, Ottawa Kingfish, Team Canada, you've clearly been involved with coaching a wide variety of swimmers. Do you have any advice for current or soon-to-be swimmers in getting to a high-performance level? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and you're right. I've been able to coach uh, athletes through all different ages, both genders, all different events. And uh, I would say that to the younger swimmers that are out there that, that want to continue to to improve and, and swim at a place like UBC is, uh, you know, practice your technique, swim all the events, uh, swim a wide range of uh, strokes. Um, it's really important not to specialize too early. It's really important that, uh, you know, technique is more important than anything else uh learn all the great habits time management skills uh, how to look after yourself so that when you do come to university it's not such a big shock when you leave home so that you're able to look after yourself and thrive in the university environment right and just a, a curious question about yourself i believe that you are more of a distance swimmer if i'm correct i was more of a distance swimmer yeah, that is did, correct did the uh did you choose the distance life or did it choose you <laughs> It always chooses you. Yeah, I feel um, like most swimmers don't necessarily, distance isn't their first pick. <laughs> no, um, you know, it's interesting you say that. Um, we're, all, we're all born differently with different amounts of fast twitch and slow twitch muscle fibers. And so we can only do the best with what we've got. And, uh, you know, uh, typically uh, the distance swimmer um, doesn't choose to be distance, it chooses them. But once they accept the fact that they are a distancer, they actually take a tremendous amount of pride in being a distancer. They take a lot of pride in doing more meters and more volume than, than say, the sprinters or the middle distance swimmers. So uh, once you get over that hump, you end up really enjoying being a distancer. Okay, and now from the coaching standpoint again, obviously we've mentioned that you've been really successful throughout your coaching career, such as you were a three-time U Sport Coach of the Year and you were the Canada West Coach of the Year last season. Um, is there anything you would do differently if given the chance to go back in time to when you first started coaching? Oh, it's a really good question. Uh, <laughs> it's a tough question. Um, you know, I, I don't really know. I mean, I think sometimes um, part of me uh, looks back and, 
you know, when I left UBC the first time around, I was really uh, doing great and I really enjoyed coaching here at UBC. And I decided to, to, to leave and expand my horizons and, and, and try to develop myself further as a swim coach by trying different things in different places. Um, would I have done that differently? Maybe, because it was really hard. It was really hard, you know, traveling across the country and all the way back again uh, in pursuit of, of, of coaching. Um, if I could do it all over again, would I have stayed at UBC those eight years that I left? Maybe, because UBC is just such a great place to work. It's such a great community. Um, it's my favorite place to coach. So, um, but with that being said, I have no regrets, you know. Um, you know, I think that the best thing I did was to, to get some great mentorship and learn from others and, and uh, uh, you know, try new things. Um, yeah, no, that's all I have. It's a tough question for me. I mean, either way, you did a lot with the sport. And the last question here is, if you had to choose, could you pick a specific year or meet that would be your favorite from a coaching point of view? And if so, what made it so memorable? Oh, gosh, I think, um, you know, I think for me, 2009 was a very special year for me. Uh, my last year at UBC before I, I, I left and then came back, I think in 2009, I had uh, some incredible athletes to work with and we swam incredibly well. And um, I had some uh, athletes that went on to world championships. And uh, that year I had two uh, swimmers that set the Canadian record in both the uh, men's and women's 200 meter backstroke. And um, that was in Rome, Italy. And it was a pretty special year because of that. Um, but, you know, it's a really tough question because now that I'm saying that answer, I also remember 2007 in Halifax and 2008 at UBC. And there's so many, so many great wins. And even this past season, I have to tell you, this past, this past year, um, you know, winning in Victoria, um, 2020, uh, you know, our team had gone through uh, some changes and, and we'd had to battle through some adversity and we really didn't know if we were going to win. We had no idea. Our men went into the meet ranked third and our women went into the meet, I think just a little bit ahead of Toronto in the rankings, but we knew Toronto was going to be tough. We knew it was going to be tough for our men and we just swam incredibly well. And we ended up winning both the men's and women's last year when I think we were the we were actually the underdogs going into it. And uh, that was a really special meet for me as well. Right. And I think that will wrap up this interview. Once again, thank you so much for your time today. This has been Alan and Byron Wang with the CITR Sports Collective. Join with Derek Schuf, the Thunderbirds swim team head coach. Thank you all for listening and have a great rest of your day. We will now have a quick break for ads and PSAs before we get to the news roundup and the Thunderbirds alum of the week. Without the help and support of our friends, we here at CITR wouldn't be able to bring you all the great music, art, cinema, and culture that you love. Thanks to the long-standing support from the Rio Theatre, we are able to keep you informed on all the great artists, films, and everything else coming to town there. For all the current information about who and what's playing at the Rio Theatre, visit their website at www.riotheatre.ca. Do you like laughing, hilarity, radical thought-provoking creativity, and laughing? 
UBC Improv is UBC's home for improvisational comedy. Theater made up on the spot. Like us on Facebook to learn when our next shows are. Search for us on YouTube for our film sketches. And follow us on Twitter because we want the followers. UBC Improv. Insert cheesy slogan here. Let's get it on. Welcome back. You're listening to Thunderbird Eye on CITR 101.9. Now here's Diana Hong with the News Roundup, followed by Corey Branson with the Thunderbirds Alum of the Week. Hello everyone. To start off the News Roundup for this week, we'll take a look at how our men's golf did at the 5th and 6th tournaments of the BC Rivalry Series in Surrey and Richmond. On Wednesday at the Ridge Course, which played at par 72 and 6,475 yards, Ethan DeGraff had a fantastic day and was just one shot away from the best individual round in UBC men's golf history with the 7 under par 65. As a team, the Thunderbirds finished 2nd and they finished 2nd again on Thursday in Richmond, with DeGraff again leading the way with a 71. Women's Golf had a successful week for their BC Rivalry Series, winning the 18-hole event on Wednesday in Surrey and tying for first on Thursday in Richmond. The team shot a 12-over par 228 at the Northview Golf and Country Club and won by six shots. Both Sonia Tang and Zhu Wen led the team with both of them shooting 3-over 75 on the ridge course, which put them in a tie for second place on the individual leaderboard. After six tournaments played this month, UBC dominated the team standings with 16.5 points, which is 5.5 points ahead of second place, UBC Okanagan. The Thunderbirds will look to continue their success this week on Wednesday at the Chilliwack Golf Club, followed by the final tournament of 2020, which will be at Morgan Creek in Surrey. With the cancellation of tournaments in U Sports, other Thunderbird teams have been organizing exhibition games. Although there won't be any audiences allowed in those events, follow their Instagram to follow glimpses of the exhibition games. Men's Volleyball recently had their first exhibition game with Trinity Western University. And that will wrap up the Thunderbird News of the Week. Looking forward to more exhibition games this coming week and good luck to the Thunderbird golf teams this week. And now over to Corey. Howdy folks, Corey Branson here and happy early Halloween. Today I'll be presenting the Thunderbird alum of the week. For those of you unfamiliar with the segment, I'll be introducing you to a former UBC athlete who succeeded both for the Thunderbirds and outside of the sporting world. After we took you back to the 1950s for last week's alum, Doug Clement, we're going to shift back to the 21st century today. Though we're again featuring someone who had success on the international stage, Josh Vandervies. Vandervies was born without much of his arms or legs, though, as he says, he was also born without limits. Athletically, he got involved with boccia at a relatively early age, appearing in the 2004 Paralympic Games in Athens when he was only 19 years old. Boccia is a sport designed specifically for athletes with disabilities. It's derived from bocce and has the same objective as the other bull sports, tossing your balls closest to the target ball sitting on the court. Not having hands, Vandervies played the sport by pinning balls between his biceps and tossing underarm, though ramps are also legal for those with different disabilities. 
At his first Paralympics, Van Der Vies finished 6th in the pairs competition and 10th in singles, and from there he would continue to improve. He played boccia competitively for 10 years, with his two greatest achievements coming in 2011 and 2012. First, he received a singles bronze medal in the Para Pan Am Games in Guadalajara. The following year, returning to the Paralympic stage for the first time since 2004, he won another bronze in London, this time in the pairs competition with his partner, Marco Despaltro. Off the court, Van der Vies was also an integral part of the athletic community, serving as both director of the Canadian Paralympic Committee and president of Athletes Can, the Canadian Association of National Team Athletes. He's still quite involved in that area, currently serving as the assistant chef de mission, or the assistant head honcho, for Canada's Paralympic team in the upcoming Tokyo Olympiad. Outside of the sporting world, Van der Vies has found similar success. He came to UBC in 2010 to pursue a law degree at the Allard School, where he graduated in 2014. He now practices law here in Vancouver with the Versus Law Corporation, which he founded, specializing in cases involving nonprofits. Additionally, he takes gigs as a motivational speaker and does some abstract painting on the side as well. Vandervies, in all his multi-dimensional talent, is yet another product of UBC's stellar Olympic and Paralympic tradition. And with that, thank you for tuning in to Thunderbird Eye on CITR 101.9. Besides listening to the show, the best way to keep up to date with UBC Thunderbirds news is to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at CITR Sports. Thank you again to Derek Schuf of UBC Swimming for coming on the show. For Thunderbird Eye, this has been Jake McGrail, Diana Hong, Corey Branson, and Alan and Byron Wang. Thank you for tuning in, and have a great rest of your day. Oh.